Welcome, everyone. I am Pastor Ivy Rivera. I'm a psychic medium, a Taino Arawak, and I started Roots Revival Interfaith Church because I felt that uh, we needed to normalize intuition. We need to decolonize spirituality. Today, we are talking about when to stay and when to quit the wisdom of will. Right now, there are a million different things that we can do to understand whether or not we should stay and fight or, you know, just wait it out in a situation, a relationship, a circumstance, and when to know that it's time to leave, that the party is over. And I think that uh, a lot of it has to come from you walking the walk. A lot of it has to come from you learning the hard way often. But today, I want to break down three different signs that it's time to uh, hold out a little while longer and stay the course, and three different signs that it's definitely time to cut your losses, quit, move on. And I'll go first, and then we're going to open this uh, sermon up to our astrologer here, Reverend Christina. And um, again, for those of you that are tuning in a little bit late, post your questions and comments in the feed. Uh, Paul will be taking those. We do encourage donations for the church, much appreciated. And at this time, you may want to start posting your prayer and healing requests. We will be getting to those later. So when to stay and when to quit, the wisdom of will. Um, your will and your free will can be a blessing and it can be a curse. We want to make sure that we're using our free will to bless us. And there are always a couple different things that you can look at at any time to help you to understand whether or not you should be walking away from something or you should stay the course. One is divine timing. Okay, now, uh, Paul, if you could put that in the comment section here, divine timing, when to make a move. I did a free mini class on this on my YouTube. Check it out. What do I mean by divine timing? I think that a lot of people leave things too early and a lot of people stay way too late because they don't understand that it is not always a yes or no answer. It is sometimes about living in that gray area. And it's about knowing when the gun has gone off, when the universe is telling you to do something, you know, when your gut instinct has kicked in. You have to understand everything that should be done, should be done in perfect timing. And without understanding that timing, you're going to typically go off your logic or you're going to go off your emotion. And that leads to a lot of heartache and prosperity loss. Okay. So number one, understand divine timing, learn about it, get educated, watch the free mini class that I did and apply it to your life. Number two, intuition versus emotion. Paul, if you could put that in the comment section as well. If you understand how to follow your, your third eye, your higher mind, your intuitive gut, spirit, your ancestors, the guidance that the universe is giving you, instead of your feelings, your emotions, which are fickle, they are not only always changing, they are often based on things that you want to fulfill your fleshly needs and desires, which could be very toxic for you. So you should never be making major decisions 
from your feelings. Okay. And a lot of times when we're talking about feelings, uh, especially here at Roots Revival, we're talking about fear. We're talking about ego. We're talking about control. We're talking about a lack of sight. So you say, well, my, my, my world is small and my circumstances are small. I can't see beyond this. You have to get to a place of bigger picture thinking and blind faith and a willingness to step out into new territory. You will not have all the answers. You will not know what's going to come next at all times, but you, you can't stay in your feelings and emotion and think that that's actually going to lead you somewhere greater. Okay. Number three, an area that you can always check out, Paul, also please post this one, is intuition versus logic. And I believe we spoke on this at a church service recently. I think we did a Sunday sermon on this one too. Uh, but your intuition is never going to lie. Energy never lies. Spirit, spirits in the light, are never going to misguide you. Your logic can and often we see that your logic will match your intuition, which is a beautiful thing. It allows you to feel even more in alignment with, you know, the truth of what you should be doing. But it isn't always the case. Some of us overthink things. Some of us, again, let that ego, that fear, that control get in. And so we have thought things to death and we are using too much of our left logical brain and reasoning skills to justify a wrong decision. Um, and your intuition is there, still small voice, always whispering, not as loud as logic, not as loud as your emotions, but always there telling you what's right to do and we easily can overlook it. Okay, so those are three key areas that you can always look at. Again, divine timing, intuition versus emotion, and intuition versus your logic. So let's talk about the three signs that you are supposed to stay in a relationship, stay at that job, stay in a circumstance in your life a little bit longer. And again, there are a million different things that we could talk about today. I picked three that I see are the most common in, in my life, in my clients' lives, in my students' lives. So three signs that you should stay. Number one, the relationship, the place, the situation isn't done with you yet. There is a big difference between feeling like I'm not done with this yet and it is not done with me yet. When it is not done with you, we're having a problem here on TikTok with an accessory or something. Okay. Again, those of you tuning in through TikTok, I'm going to have to wait a minute until that's fixed. So hold on. Also, everybody here on YouTube, if you could give this a thumbs up right now, that would be greatly appreciated while we wait for TikTok to get fixed. Thank you so much. Okay. Are we back here on TikTok? All right. So everybody tuning in through TikTok, I'm going to say this again. If you're having problems with the connection, it's TikTok, not me. Switch over to YouTube at Ask Ivy and tune in with us there. But what we were um, just talking about is the difference between feeling as though you're not done with somebody or some situation yet versus it not being done with you. When it's not done with you, it is going to continuously pull you back in. Now, I'm not talking about some narcissistic, abusive, toxic, sociopathic lover, okay, who is who, using a, a narc hoovering technique to suck you back in. I'm talking about signs from the universe. I'm talking about um, feeling as though 
uh, this is a situation where there are still stones that have been left unturned. You know that there's more that hasn't occurred yet. And you may also feel as though there's still time left over on this relationship or situation. One of the tricks that you can use to figure out if you're in divine timing is to visualize a sand timer and see how much sand is still left in it to flow down to the bottom or whether it is empty, in fact. Um, but usually with time, we can feel as though we're almost there, but we're just not there yet. So we want to be honest about that. We may also feel that the situation or the relationship is pulling us back in through dreams. You may have a lot of um, prophecy about it. You may be sorting it out at night when you're asleep and feeling as though there's still some unfinished business. There could be breakthroughs in the relationship, breakthroughs in the situation, maybe ones that you'd given up on. You know, you gave up hope. You thought it wasn't going to ever happen, but all of a sudden it does. And it, it it's almost like it's summoning you to just stay there a little while longer, just to give it a little bit more time. Again, I want to warn with this. Do not have black or white thinking. Stay in the gray. If you know that it may not be a forever situation or a forever relationship, stay in the gray zone. It's not, yes, I'm supposed to stay forever. No, I'm absolutely supposed to leave. It's, hmm, I'm supposed to be here maybe a little while longer. Give this a bit more of my time, a bit more investigation. And then we'll see what that leads to. Okay. That's wisdom is knowing not to have an all or nothing attitude. Uh, but it could, you know, be pulling you back in through uh, opportunities. Often we see this with work and we thought, okay, I've had enough. It is not abiding by my timeline, by my goals. And so I'm going to leave. And then all of a sudden that promotion that you had wanted, you know, for so long opens up to you and you think, okay, I did decide to leave, but maybe, you know, I should give this another try. So watch for those things. It can definitely be that uh, timing wasn't matching up with your agenda. And this is the right thing to do, to stay and give it a little while longer. Now, here are three, um, uh, sorry, I forgot about, also, I want to talk about number two. Spirit has not given you the go-ahead. Now, this is huge. This also taps in with the divine timing that I was speaking about earlier. So we have to remember that we shouldn't rely exclusively on our own intuition. We shouldn't rely on ourselves all the time. Ask your ancestors, ask your guides, ask spirit, ask God to give you a sign that it's time to go or to stay. Now, if spirit will not give you the go ahead, that it's time to leave, you're going to need to wait it out a little while longer. Remember, your flesh can easily override, your emotions can override that still small voice that comes from spirit. I like to think of it this way. When spirit gives me the go ahead, I will feel almost like a gun went off, like the race began. I will feel with that gun going off, an instant push, a shove, almost a sense of urgency, or I will visualize almost like uh, myself being a horse in a pen and the pen opened and I'm free to go. I'm free to run. You can feel when that shift 
has occurred. Okay, so wait for that. Uh, number three, it may be time to invest a little more or to stay when you have no peace about leaving. Again, I want to warn against this one. This is not about having an emotional toxic attachment to a habit. It's not about having a feeling toward a, a destructive love relationship. You just don't feel like leaving. You feel drawn to this person. It's not about that addictive tendency that sucks you back in. This is about having no sense of inner peace, stability. I don't feel at ease if I were to leave right now. I feel as though I would need to go back and I would get sucked back in to finish and wrap up loose ends. This chapter is not over and you know it. So it's important that if you will likely be returning, there is too much unfinished business. Uh, that sense of peace is lacking and you need to go by that. Let's talk about three signs that you need to stay. Um, sorry, three signs that you need to go. Sorry, guys. I'm like having uh, almost like heat stroke here, living in this house, no air conditioning for the week. My brain is totally fried. So that was three signs you need to stay. Let's talk about three signs that you need to go. Number one, spirit, the universe, your gut instinct has repeatedly told you that it is time. You're basically ignoring that. So it at this point is usually way past time. You should have gone long ago before you realize that this is happening. And you've um, overstayed your welcome. I always say you don't want to be the last one to leave the party. Okay. So if you know that this has happened and you're rejecting it, you're denying it, you're going to see a couple other things. Uh, come up. And that is number two. I call it the breaking of the legs. So with my uh, students in the psychic mediumship course, we talk about something called the shift. And in the shift, you have three different opportunities to move on from something. This could be a relationship. This could be a job. This could be a habit in your life. It could be anything. But when you refuse and you have surpassed the first two opportunities that the universe has given you. You enter into the third, and that is the breaking of the legs. And what that means is essentially that you are so out of alignment with the universe and prosperity and your own life contract that you can't catch up. You can't have any type of abundance and there's no rest for the amount of negative karmic kickback that comes to you. It just hits and hits and hits and hits. You will also feel as though everything that allowed you mobility and productivity and growth in your life has been removed or broken down. And this could be your vehicle. This could be your way of making money. So you may see that your car keeps breaking down. You may see that you literally physically have broken legs, broken arms, uh, health problems. You could see job loss. You could see that any uh, resources that used to come in and would allow you to build your life are now gone or they are limited um, in a significant way. So we want to notice 
when we've reached this point and remember that with the breaking of the legs, you have been warned typically at least two years prior that you were supposed to leave a situation or a relationship. So the breaking of the legs is extreme and you cannot get out of it. I always tell my students, it's like being put in a big fat timeout chair where you're forced to sit and think about changes you should have made in your life that you're refusing to make. Okay. Now, number three, is uh, that you have no peace. You have uh, no ability to be at rest, no peace of mind, no joy, uh, no prosperity, or your prosperity is rapidly dwindling. And remember, when we talk about prosperity here at Root Survival, we're not just talking about your finances. I'm talking about health, I'm talking about relationships. Yes, I'm talking about your resources, your creativity, all of that. Uh, you don't sleep well anymore. So if sleep has been taken from you, that means that at night you are processing all the things that you should be processing during the day. Uh, Paul could put in the comments here, my dreams class, where I talk about the three different kinds of dreams. One of them is subconscious dreaming. Okay, so this is sort of like psychology 101 stuff. But when you don't do what you need to do, when you don't process the things that are stressing you out or aren't working in your life while you're awake, you process them while you're sleeping. And that can lead to stress dreaming. It can lead to nightmares. It can lead to blocked dreaming where you no longer even remember your dreams at all, which is such a tragic thing because it is the compass for our lives. You may be bombarded with signs everywhere from spirit, from the universe, from your friends, you know, from numerology. Everything is showing you and telling you that it is time to leave that relationship. It is time to move on. You cannot escape it being in your face all the time. Uh, but again, a lot of people choose to ignore all of that. Okay. So those are three signs that it's time to stay, stick it out. Three signs that it's time to go and to move on. I want to open this up to Christina. Again, you guys post your questions and comments. We are an interactive church, so I do plan to take those and uh, your prayer and healing requests at this time and donations are appreciated. Christina, what did you want to say on this? Um, I love that you incorporated the breaking of the legs because when I was in the mediumship course, I do remember that. And um, gosh, that is so true. When I think about that right now, <laughs> yeah. well, um, we could have lots of conversations about that. We could. And let me just interrupt real quick and say to everybody, if you suspect that is happening to you or that it has ever happened to you, the best way to avoid ever going through the breaking of the legs again is to look back at your past and find a time when it happened. And you can say, oh, yes, I should have done this thing sooner. And now I know the signs and learn from it. Just reflecting on that, too. Um, you can kind of observe when somebody else isn't living their truth and the breaking of the legs comes for them yeah. and how unaligned they are. It's just it's very interesting. It is. OK, so um, ways to know it's time to go. So. I think maybe when you're trying to fit into societal expectations, and I think that that goes along with what you were saying about, um, you know, you're, you're ignoring, right? So you're ignoring the energy. And I, so many times I was ignoring 
um, because of the societal expectations, I heard loud and clear what I was supposed to do, but that did not fit into the societal expectations. So I was like, no, not doing it, not getting that reputation, not, you know, not going to go there. And, you know, in the end, of course, the breaking of the legs happened, but I think that, you know, I mean, everything happens for a reason, everything happens in divine timing, but you really come into your power more when you realize that you weren't listening and that you ignored it. Um, when you ignore your intuition, it leads to being stuck and um, off your soul's purpose, which can also lead to disease and a very stuck, miserable life too. And like just being held back in so many areas. And you know, for me personally, that's what it was. I was just held back on so much that I compromised myself. Um, this is as far as like relationships go. Um, we should really be teaching this in pre-K. <laughs> yeah. We should be teaching this as little kids because we're so busy teaching societal expectations that the intuition is getting lost. So, you know, we need to realize that, you know, people come for a time and then they leave. Or, you know, maybe that situation is just not right. I, right now, too, you really have to pay attention to the astrology. Um, it's always helpful. But my chart is so triggered right now with endings. <laughs> I mean, there really just could not be more triggers going on in my chart. And also, too, with that comes a lot of emotion. And, um, you know, I, as we humans do, we do tend to act out of emotions. So we have to be careful not to do that. We have to, when we get aggravated, we got to put the phone down or we got to walk away for a little while because, um, you know, you can say something that you might regret. So it's, you know, it's like, you know, you have to kind of step away from it. Um, but also speak your truth and, you know, do that with courage and bravery. Um, I think when you are forcing it too, this is another way to know it's time to go. When you're really forcing it, it's not there. You can't get the feeling back. <laughs> you know it's over and you're just forcing it. Um, you have to really contemplate how you feel deep down and look at it with honesty and, you know, make sure that you, you know, like you have to kind of say, okay, it's gone. I have to deal with the fact that it's gone and kind of look at it and deal with it and do the shadow work. And I know we did um, some shadow work mini classes or we did some sermons on that, I think. Yeah, Paul, if you could actually put that in the comments for them. We did a series of three shadow work mini classes and then we did a series of two here at Roots Revival. And I think that this goes into passions too. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they said, um, you know, like pay attention to your passions because like go in the direction of your passions, like what fills your soul. So if you're in a situation that is no longer filling your soul, you know what I mean? It's no longer benefiting your soul. Um, that's a clear sign that you need to, you need to be done. Um, and the, you know, the, there's, there's the only thing that is, the only thing that's like permanent 
is change in cycles. So you have to remember that everything is a cycle. Um, pay attention to eclipses. Eclipses are extremely important. We are having eclipses in November and December. And eclipses are game changers. And sometimes, you know, an eclipse happens and you're like, oh, I expected there to be more, you know, that was triggering my chart. But you might not see it right away. It's one of those things that kind of slowly unfolds. But eclipses can be endings and new beginnings. And if they're touching a personal planet for you, you're going to, you know, you're going to feel that energy. And, you know, they, especially if you think back to if, um, what you were doing 20 years ago, because the eclipses um, cycle in 20 year cycles. So if you think back to what was going on in 20, 20 years ago, it's likely that the same themes are there, but you are going deeper. So if you were ending a cycle then, you're probably ending a cycle again, but you're doing it with more wisdom this time. Hopefully, some people are not, right? Because they don't listen. Um, it's really important, I just think, to contempl contemplations, gaining wisdom and integrating it into your life. Um, you know, like if you've learned the lesson and the lesson is over, being honest with yourself and, you know, being truthful and having the discussion. Um, and I think it's important to point out, too, that anger, sadness, grief, not getting what we want and desire, even when, you know, we really love something, we don't get it. Um, that's all part of the experience. You know, it's all part of, you know, maybe we really wanted that relationship to work, but it's not working. Um, and, you know, it's there's happiness and passion and elation, but we wouldn't have that if we didn't have sadness, grief and anger. So those are all part of the soul's journey in this lifetime. And I think like, you know, that that's part of the mystery is that we have to really listen to our inner voice, probably something we've ignored our whole lives. <laughs> um, but, you know, you really can't control. If a cycle is over, you can't control that. And that's where the breaking of the legs will come in because you're trying to control what's happening. And that's that's where I was, you know, trying to control. Okay, well, you know, it's not here anymore, but I'm just going to do what I think needs to be right. And that wasn't aligning with my soul. So that had to break. Um, so, you know, I guess, I guess the best thing for me would be to explore your soul. If the situation is not filling your soul anymore, that's when it's time to contemplate leaving. I really love how you said when a cycle is over, it's over. It I, don't, is. I don't care what your teachers taught you. Mm -mm. I don't care how your parents raised you. I don't care what the church said. I don't care what the college degree says. I don't mm -hmm. care what the marital contract with the state says. I don't care what the government has given. It doesn't matter. If it is over, it is over. And there is nothing more definitive than numerology and astrology. To watch a number change, to watch a planet move, and to be like, ta-da, this is the end. And we are so brainwashed. Uh, we are so lacking in exposure to these concepts. I love how you brought up ch uh, childhood education, you yeah. know, in school. All we talk about it, uh, those lifelong 
contracts, you know, these things that we're going to dig into starting there, obviously, with education. But uh, that is not the way of the universe. Everything we're taught is against universal law and wisdom and the structure of mm -hmm. how things actually work. Therefore, we are out of alignment. We are trained from the time we enter school to be out of alignment and to fit in with the capitalistic, right, structured society. So we're part of this machine. And at this point, we're realizing how broken it is and how we need to get back to the truth. But what Christina just said here a minute ago about the anxiety, the anger, the fear, the depression, the grief, you know, that horrible, horrible sadness that comes from fighting against all of that training. It is so important that we really look at how we've been programmed because all of those emotions may not really even be coming from you naturally. It may have been programmed into you to never go against the system. And so it's made a hundred times worse than what it has to be. Careers can end. It's okay in your life contract. You may have multiple careers you're supposed to get involved in. Uh, your finances may change. You may go from being very wealthy uh, to, you know, becoming an activist at some point. But the prosperity comes in different ways. You know, it's fulfilling to your soul. It keeps you on fire. It's helping you in a revolution. It's helping you to heal other people. It's part of your calling. You can go from, you know, being poverty stricken to, to being very wealthy and in a position of power somewhere else. It's okay to roll with the changes, but we have to first identify when a cycle is over and stop fighting it. I think we talked about this the other day, how um, I meditate on trust a lot, you know, trusting the universe. And sometimes you know, things happen and, you know, like the rug is pulled out under you, from under you, but you don't see that um, something better can come along. You know what I mean? And like, there's a, like you lose a job, a better job is waiting, but only you can only look at the fact that that job is gone. So you might even be blocking your prosperity there because you're, you know, oh my gosh, this horrible thing happened and I just can't get on with it. And, you know, you're, you're like blocking your blessings because it, that door closed, it's done. You got to move on from it. You know, that cycle ended for whatever reason, you might have just served your karma there and it's done. Like, you know, I, I was, a I was a teacher of hearing impaired students. And so yeah. the only thing I wanted to do my entire life since I was five years old, just wanted to teach hearing impaired students. Well, that cycle ended when I got laid off. So, you know, and I ended up getting hired back as a special ed teacher, but that took me in a completely different direction. But I have been so blessed by the students that I have had. And I thought it was the end of the world when I lost my job, you know, when I was laid off. And a year later, they called me and they said, Christina, do you want this job back? And I was like, no, I have to see, I have to see my kids through. I have made such bonds with these kids, you know, and I, and it, it's the best decision I ever made. And I thought it was, you know, the end of the world. So, you know, I never in a million years planned on doing anything but teaching deaf kids, but here I am, you know. And I remember when you went through that and you yeah. went to a suburbanite school district to inner city and you really got your hands dirty. And it was like, it was amazing to watch. It changed you. It changed everyone around you, you know, in this profound way. We, 
we need to be willing to go where we're needed. And it, it just is where you were needed. So there were so many other means to have prosperity, you know? And that, I, yeah. And like, you know, I, I went in and I embraced it and had I not embraced it and just sat and mourned that other job and, you know, this was my life purpose, you know, life purpose changes. <laughs> it changes. And that's part of the mystery. We're not going to know all the answers. We just have to, you know, we're not going to know and someday we'll know, but we're not going to know now. So we just have to, we have to, read the signs, you know, and you had said, um, about spirit guides too. And I've been trying to do that more. So I will be doing that tonight asking my spirit guides for some help. Amen. And, and it really is that God complex mm -hmm. and that ego that we need to control everything and we need to know everything. And, you know, we have to run our own lives and, um, it's, it's from lacking. It's from lacking in education and parenting and the church and, you know, all of this that we have to outsource all of our power all the time. You know, mm -hmm. so we just don't know any better. We don't know that we're supposed to tune out from the world, stop waiting for an extra sign, stop waiting for that turnout that we want, stop waiting for the person you're in a toxic relationship, you know, to change, stop waiting on all of that and go in, be introspective, mm -hmm. listen, all the answers are in you. You don't need to outsource your power. I see a comment from Shauna that's just kind of resonated with me a little bit. Um, she said, can I get prayers support on helping with cleansing out all negative energy buildup? So she said she's been cleansing for the last couple of days uh, to make sure the buildup is gone, which is great. Exactly what Ivy recommends. Um, and I did my house cleaning today. Um, and I know Ivy was talking about doing hers, but my kids were like so grossed out because it smelled so strong in here. But I have to say, you know, sometimes in order to know to think clearly, sometimes you have to do that. So for me, it was like a little bit like I needed to cleanse my mind. So cleansing the house, getting rid of everything, every negative, you know, possible vibe in here. Um, and knowing that I'm only going to accept higher vibes from now on. So sometimes you need that for like a clear head and to you know, discern whether you need to leave a situation. Pull, pull up that comment, Paul, so we can so we can see it. So we'll start there. Well, let's get into the questions and comments. Donations are appreciated at this time. Post your prayer and healing requests if you haven't done so. So the first, yeah, Shauna says, can I get prayers and support, which we'll get to here in a minute, uh, helping with cleansing out all negative energy buildup. Um, been cleansing the last couple of days. Need to make sure the buildup is gone. So um, off of what Christina was just saying. Yeah, I'm doing a house cleansing on this 1800s funeral home I just moved into. Uh, and, you know, it was funny because Christina and I were doing house cleansings on the same day. I thought that was a little odd. Um, but, you know, it is um, really, really helpful to not only cleanse your space, but also to kind of have feng shui attacks periodically, where you take old clothes, you know, especially if you were in a love partnership that you had to leave behind, Toss those undies, ladies, okay, or gentlemen, you know, get rid of your bras, get rid of anything that 
um, you know, lingerie or whatever, even your pajamas, anything that would have really been connected to that relationship. You're trying to move on, get rid of that stuff. You don't need it anymore. I am always careful to get rid of purses and handbags because I put a lot of my emotion and thought into the bags that I carry around with me. So if it's connected to a time I want to leave behind, shoes, clothing, furniture, if you just went through a divorce and you can possibly afford it, throw that couch out. Let go of objects. They hold so much energy. And we don't talk about that nearly enough, too. I was just thinking about the purse thing today and definitely the underwear thing. So that was all going through my mind today. So, Shauna, take that advice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, we have another question or comment that we should pull up here. Um, mostly they're prayers. Uh, mostly prayer requests. Okay. Well, we have one about uh, here was one from Liz. Okay, so Liz says, breaking of the legs literally happened to me. Then there were signs to stay until I was finally able to leave. And like you said, it happened quick, quick. And so that is um, interesting to watch a cycle like that. Again, if you guys can't think of anything right now that you're going through in your life, look back. I bet there has been something. Uh, but that's basically how that goes is that, you know, you can reach a point where you hit the breaking of the legs, you overstayed your welcome, you have karmic kickback, but the universe never abandons you. Spirit never leaves you behind. And so once you come to the conclusion mentally and you are saying energetically, I am willing to make this change, I am ready, the universe starts to get you out of your rut. You have to be actively involved in that, of course. But just like Liz said, I had to say until I was finally able, because we do get to places. Let's be realistic. We can get trapped. You know, you overstayed. Now you're stuck. How the heck can you get out? And uh, you have to take those lifelines that the universe is offering you once you agree to go. And then it will, you know, happen very, very quickly um, when you finally hear that gun go off and you can be free to leave. Very exciting, really. Okay. Any other questions or comments? Yeah, I got a comment from Zoe. Zoe. Uh, Zoe says, hello. Hi, Zoe. Thank you for joining us. For several months, I would see numbers like 111, 1212, 222, 1010 around a person who came back into my life. They went away. Once I stopped talking to them for a month, was this a warning? Well, and I'll have Christina speak on that as well. Uh, Reverend Danny Johnson, our numerologist, is not, uh, she's taking this week off. Um, but I can say for sure that. Uh, those are not necessarily warning signs. No. Okay. So again, let's look back on what I said about black and white thinking. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not yin. It's not yang. It's not toxic. It's not positive. It doesn't, it, we can't always, some things are, but we can't always stay in that frame of mind. When you see numbers like 111, uh, we're talking about huge opportunity for prosperity. So this could have been an opportunity for you to end a karmic cycle, you know, for you to have some significant growth or lessons. Uh, two is about teamwork. So literally the number two is about you working with this other person. Uh, Christina, insight on this? Hmm. So around a person who came back into my life. They went away once I stopped talking to them. Um, I mean, I 
I always see those as like cosmic support. Um, but if, I don't know, if they went away when you stopped talking to them, like a warning. Um, I mean, I, I like you said, that, that's kind of a gray area. Maybe <laughs> I would look in the astrology and just, you know, kind of see if there's an ending with either a relationship or a friendship, um, you know, and then like check your inner voice. That's a, that's a difficult one. I wish uh, Danny was here for that. I would also say this. When we think about being in relationship with other people, we don't want to give them all the power. Like it's, it's up to them, you know, whether it's good or bad. It's about you anyways. Even when someone else is involved in a situation in your life, it's still about you. It's still about your growth and your lessons, you know, your karmic cycles and what you're supposed to take from it. So don't always worry about the other person. Look at what you were supposed to learn from it. What were the big lessons there? I think that's prosperity, even if they're not meant to be there long term. And you were supposed to just go in. I think of it like a video game. Go in, get your tokens and move on or let them move on, you know doesn't mean it's supposed to last forever. True. No. Okay, we have another question. Yeah, uh, comment really. Okay. Alice says, this is a perfect topic. I'm moving apartments. I wondered about my job. I was feeling wasteful cleaning my apartment, but now I need to look at it as renewal. I love that. Yeah. I think that anytime we need to shed our old skin, we have to shed pretty much everything that comes with it. I think it's okay to take some things, you know, that are important to you. But even if you have things that are going to bring up pain or hold you back, put them in a box, put them away. You know, Walmart makes plastic bins. Uh, just, just keep it somewhere. And, um, you know, we don't need to have things in our face all the time. Yeah. Do we have any other ones? Okay. So uh, we are going to move into prayer and healing requests. Um, but I did want to give Christina last words on this. Um, in relation to that last comment, I have found purging to be <laughs> so cleansing for me. Um, it just, it feels so good when you clean and you purge. There's like, and you can think clearly. So I don't know. I think that that's like the best thing. But um, like you said, all of, you know, all of relationships are sacred it's all a sacred experience. It's all to teach you something. Um, but once you're taught that lesson, it might be time to move on. Listen to your inner voice. Good. And my, um, you know, closing statement on this or suggestion for everyone is to just be silent. Stop the noise. Stop the dialogue. Stop the questioning. Stop looking, stop searching, stop talking about it. Stop asking everybody, silence yourself. When it is time to make a big move in life or make a big decision, or you're confused about something, hush, okay? The answers are in here. Spirit is trying to talk to you. Your higher mind always knows, and it will be in alignment with the world outside of you once you can hear properly. We so quickly get detached and we're just in chaos. We're in human reactionary panic mode, and it's a toxic place to be. It will guide you the wrong way. So be quiet. And also when you have been shown that you are supposed to stay, you are supposed to wait it out a little while longer, 
you need to remain quiet so that if and when it is time to go, you can hear that clearly as well. Don't allow yourself to fall back into toxic patterns of overactive thinking and talking about it too much and looking to the world outside of you and asking again and again and again and again and again. I sometimes get these clients and I tell Paul, you want this person? You want to take them off my hands? Because it's exhausting me. How many times can they try to buy a reading and ask the same thing over and over again? I feel like I'm feeding a toxic cycle. I don't want to have anything to do with that bad juju. You know, you've got to calm down, calm down. You know, when you think of the way plants grow and how much time it can take for something to come to fruition, sometimes you just need to be patient and wait. We do not live in that type of a society. We are not raised with that mentality, but that is the nature of the universe. So calm down and be silent. Okay. That's wise. <laughs> yeah. It, and it works. It takes diligence. It takes training, it but it works. It works. You just can't abandon it and fall off the wagon. Um, and, you know, we all do, but get back on, get back on as soon as you notice you're being chaotic. Thank you, everyone, for being with us tonight. Thank you, Reverend Christina. Thank you, Reverend Paul. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye.